0: Amen. You guys bow your heads. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for the, for the word of God and the will of God. And, and just that message right there that, Lord, today we build on firm foundation, Lord. And Father, when you said in your word, if you hear my words and obey them, then you build in your house upon the solid rock. So, Father God, we thank you for foundation. I I thank you for strengthening each and every one of us, Lord God, not to let our foundation get cracked early in the morning. Father God, by picking up and looking at information that would only distract us, harm us, hurt us, and Father, we even bring a confusion. I thank you that we set up and we began to say, I'm going to stand on the solid word of God. I'm going to be strengthened in that area. My marriage is going to be strengthened in that area. My children are going to be strengthened in that area. I'm not going to stand on fear. I'm not going to stand on doubt. I'm not going to stand on unbelief. I'm building upon the rock that is higher than I. And so, Lord God, we bless you. We honor you this morning, Lord God. It shall not be shaken. I will not be shaken. My mind will not be shaken. My emotions will not be shaken, Lord God. My faith will not be shaken. I will build my house, Lord God. And the gates of hell will not prevail. I thank you, Lord God, as we're standing in agreement, Lord God. And on this year, on this first service of of 2021, Lord God, we're going to go out and we're going to go standing on the rock of God. We're going to go standing on the Word of God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. Everything that we do will be built on the Word of God. It will be built on good ground. And so when the storm comes, not if, but when it comes, well, no, you can blow all you want to. I'm standing on something greater than a storm. I'm standing on something greater than a fight. Greater than the news is that Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, is here. And he's the same yesterday. Today today and forever and he always will be he'll never leave us or forsake us so lord we stand just like that building just like that no more getting wired and, and freaked out about the storm coming we know one is coming as you said in john sixteen thirty three. in this world we will have tribulations but be of good cheer he's overcome the world and we're in him and we thank you, Father God, for that overcoming, for that, for that power to just release and, and just say, I'm going to stand on you. I'm not going to stand on reactions. I'm not going to stand on opinions. I'm not going to stand on none reactions I'm going to stand on the Word of God. I pray. I pray for your foot, for your footing right now. I, I pray for your steps right now. I, I pray for the solid ground. I, I pray for a solid mind, a solid hearing. I, I pray for that in the name of Jesus. I, I don't want you to go on there. I don't want you to fail. I don't want you to slip back. I pray. I I violently pursue God uh, on your behalf and that you will be standing up strong on the things of God and nothing, nothing shall be able to move you from that stand that God's word is true and that every man be a liar. And we honor you for that. As you continue standing in prayer, please uh, agree with me over Austin and and, and Brie's baby uh, Rosella, uh, she is, uh, had to go back to the hospital, she's an infant, days old. And so let's, let's just pray for complete healing that she's coming out of the NICU and, and being blessed. Father, we just lift up Rosabella to you. We thank you, Lord God, that she is blessed. We know in the image of any time a baby that comes under attack, uh, uh, that the, the authority and a representation that the enemy is trying to get rid of a deliverer. Uh, Moses, Jesus, all came under attacks. We know that the enemy knows when, when there's such a treasure hitting the earth that he wants to go after whatever Rosabella's calling is that, Lord, that you are sustaining her for such a time as when she comes forth. I thank you, Lord God, for that family is going to be blessed by the delivering power. And this fight that she starts before she can even speak, before she can even walk, she's in a fight. But it's not before she met you, because you knew her before she was even in her mother's womb. You already have talked and spoke to her. You've already presented the purpose and plan to her. And, Lord God, we just thank you as we stand in agreement for healing. We stand in agreement that by your stripes she is healed. And Lord God, we're two or more gathered together in your name. There you are in the midst Is touching anything. And we thank you for it. We give you all the glory and praise for it. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. 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 You guys may stand to your feet. I keep trying to figure out what we carry the word on. Just grab your heart. I got Jesus right here. I got all my scriptures. Amen. Repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left amen you guys may be seated thank you so so we're gonna uh definitely uh deal this morning about big in all right and that's i in big in we are made of more and i again all the stuff that pastor rita was kind of sharing and showing uh about was just talking about us. in in growth, right? And that's really what we're going to really focus on is is growing and and making room for God. Uh, Luke chapter four, verse 17 through 19. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Man, that's just where we want to be. We want to be speaking that this is God's acceptable year of the Lord. Let's preach it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's do that. It's God's acceptable year. And, and I love, love the fact that where he opened the book and he found himself in the book. Right, and in, in, in the Bible, it, Jesus has written about every thing, every part of you is in the Bible. Everything you're ever going to need, everything you're ever going to go through, the Bible has already spoken of it and given an answer to everything about it. So again, it's 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 not just crucial but valuable that we find ourselves in Scripture. Right, because if you don't find yourself in Scripture, somebody else will make up a book for you to find yourself in. Right? It's kind of we say about people all the time. If you don't know anything about you, people will tell you who you are, and then you'll start acting like what they told you you were. And so you'll start to misrepresent what God has done. God is the designer, right? So we want to stick with the designer so we'll know how we are designed. And when we start asking questions, why am I acting that way? Why am I feeling this way? Well, instead of asking all your friends and all your buddies and getting folks to agree with you with your behaviors, go to God and say, God, you are the designer. What's going on with my design? And I'm, am I acting out of order with the buttons that you've put in my life? Am I not putting them in the right slots, in the right location? Am I not big in? So and again, and, and again, Pastor did Pastor Rita giving us grace about fasting? Realize you don't have to be like anybody else, right? Y'all know that, right? I love the feeling when I haven't eaten any food and just drank water for three days. And here's what I mean by that. Not how I feel on the outside. But on the inside it's empty and I have room to go bigger. All right? This is, I'm big in, right? The less to me big in God, right? right? I must decrease, God must. In fact, he says it reverse: God must increase and I must decrease. because if I get too small before God gets a chance to get big, I mean I stick around. But it it is that, it that's but that's me, okay? Please, the worst thing you can do is try to be like this. My twin ain't even like this, okay? And she's taller anyway. But it's that part of us that I want to grow in Christ. That, and I want to be, like, be more like I want to be big about inside than I am about outside. I want to be big about what God thinks of me. What's God's opinion of me? And, and we know, right, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven talks about how God thinks about it. He talks about how God feels about us. But am I big inside? Do I believe that some days? Do I believe I'm a great husband? I do. I'm a perfect father. perfect in all my ways. Right, my gosh, right. So, so we got to find ourselves in Scripture. Find yourself in Scripture. I think that's the that's the restoration to every emotional problem. That's the restoration to any mental problem. Find yourself in Scriptures. If we try to have an argument with with loved ones and relatives or friends, and we haven't found ourselves in the Scripture, we're going to be fighting on the wrong grounds, on the wrong level. So, find ourselves in Scripture. This is what will bring forth growth more than anything else in our life you will grow in any this is the one that will bring growth the word of God right if I don't grow in the word of God I'm not going to grow in my life I'm not going to grow in my thought life I'm not going to grow in my spirit life. I want us to be big and being a short person it's always been a dream right it's just the one thing that couldn't happen and i, I don't, those of you have short if you've ever hung uh from the closet not not hanging yourself but like with your hands up and tried to stretch yourself i guess that didn't sound right <laughs> but you know anybody ever do that really thanks thank you thank you my man back there that's why you got black and white on we got it listen i thought i could get taller like that where did i get that from The Brady punch. Bobby wanted to be taller. That had an influence on me. Doesn't work. Doesn't work, right? The Bible says that I am already great. Why am I trying to stretch? (laughs) What God has already called me? Greater. I'm more than a conqueror. So now that means getting in the word. So get in the word and get bigger, get better. Be able to have an opinion. Be able to have a thought. Be able to have a response. Isn't that good? Because you can be the tallest person in the world, but if you can't respond, that's, you're small in the conversation. You're small in the prayer. You're small in the defense against the enemy. You're small in the areas of, of authority. So we've got to get that word in. There. And having fellowship with the Heavenly Father. So it's one thing to read the Bible, but then you've got to have fellowship with God to, so he can expound and give you wisdom about what you read. Because sometimes we want to, well, at least I got a fellowship with the Father. Well, again, but how is that working? Because you're saying you're sitting in His presence, but you won't even get in His Word. Right? I got to be able to pull those two together. Got to be able to do that. Got to be able to help. So it is not our job to stop people from saying the wrong things to us. So, right? Earlier, when this was on, I said amen for all of people. It's not our responsibility to get people to say the right thing to us. Amen. It's not our responsibility. But it is our responsibility of whether we're going to believe it or not. And the best way not to believe it is to have the word in us that we do believe. I think people, especially teenagers, especially kids, get hurt easily when someone says something negative about them because they are empty. Their gut is empty. And there's nothing to fight back what was said to them. Well, the most, the, the, the truest thing we had them, and we, I, I know in, in our high school we call them pretty boys. The people that had no pimples, the little light skinned dudes with the little processed hair, they had it all, and we call them pretty boys. This one got Greg Parson. We went to school from elementary all the way to, I mean, like, you never saw a pimple on this dude. I don't know what his folks was doing, but it never, just like, and I remember one time we were just, we were just in the we were in the locker room playing around and juggling around. I go, and he, he said something to me, I go, man, you ugly. He said, now, come on. Like, like that's what he said. Now come on. Like you don't even believe that. Like, like he that's all he said to me. I said, come on. Yeah. come on. And I like backed up like I ain't saying nothing else to him. I was like, well, you feel that confident. And so when the devil tells you you're not gonna make it, you need to turn your head and he say, Now come on. Come on, man, I got the Bible. What you talking about? I'll never forget that. I was a sophomore in high school when that happened many years ago. Many years ago, come on, come on. Greg, Tony, all of them, none of them had any pimples. They were just smooth-skinned, like, looked like balls of soap. All right, get a new ball of soap where you can just rub on you don't want to use it. Anybody grew up in them houses where you had soap you weren't supposed to use? Decorative soap. Yeah. Look, 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 at the stuff. Thank you. I mean, I'm glad the kids are here because. that decorative soap and we used to, we used to use it at people's houses. This is wrong. Can I start out? This is wrong. We used to use a decorative soap just to do it. Because we knew we'd be gone before they got home and our friends got in trouble. And what we would tell our mom when our friends were coming over, please remove all the decorative soap. <laughs> Payback is coming. Man, I think if the devil comes up to you and starts telling you what you can and cannot do, like, come on. Yeah, I got the Bible. Come Look at it. Full of Jesus. I've got the word in me. What are you saying? But that was so funny. I, I love talking to my twin about that because he always laughs too. Like, man, them boys did think they was pretty, didn't they? No, they knew it. Think was they were beyond thinking, and sometimes we have to be beyond thinking. We need to know Jesus. We need to know about him, not think he's God. Know he's God, not think he's coming back. I know he's coming back. This is the word of God? It is real. It is very real. Matthew one and four. Matthew chapter four, verse one and four. When Jesus was being tempted by the devil, he gave us the blueprint. He said, "Man shall not live by every, by bread alone, but by every word." Not some of the word. Amen. Like like I'm gonna say it for you. Every word. That means he gives us every word to cover every problem and every situation and everything that we're going through. And I love the fact that he said every word because if he just said, man should not live by a word, man should not live by bread alone, but by a word. No, he said, by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, which means we cannot pick and choose. Every word from God has life in it. Every word from God that says forgive. Every word from God that says be humble. Every word that he said all those gifts to. Every word, right? When God tells you to walk away, when God tells you to quit arguing, that's a word that God says you should be living by. When God says don't hold a grudge, when God says don't be angry, when God says so, every word. Everybody say every Every. word. Now that was... So you heard that statement, go big or go, right, right. And I understand that too, because if you don't go big in the word, you may go under, under somebody else's opinion, under the world's rule, under the authority of somebody else that don't even believe in the word. If you don't get bigger in the word of God, how can I get bigger if I'm already full of something? I'm not even going to jump in about the full of of what sometimes we can be full of, because again, then I just don't feel like I want to put the word. You ever wanted to just sit down and read? (laughs) I like the kids, are like, where are we? Why can't we have class? (laughs) Right, because I can't use food because we're about to fast, but you ever just been, I mean, we're in the fast, because you ever just been too full? Let me say it that way. You ever been too full to do something? Yeah, okay, there you go. That's a better like thing, Okay, because I lost you on that read thing. You were like, <laughs> whatever, dude. You've been too full to do something. And here's where we, Here's where I kind of see in the, the fasting. Like, I, maybe I've been full. I get to the end of the year and I'm too full to pray like I should. I'm too full to pursue God like I should. I'm, I'm too full, like, I'm too full, I'm too heavy. Right? I need to wait around before I get on that treadmill of prayer. I need to wait till things digest. I mean, you sit around and digest enough negative stuff, by the time you get up to do something for God, you're not going to want to move at all. Right? You're not going to want to move at all. So, so, again, we're talking about the fact of, and, and in the midst of a fast, fast, acceptable year of the Lord, God, I want more of you. And whatever that takes to remove, and that's why Pastor Rita says, it, it may be TV, it may be, she loves talking about that month of no TV. She loves it. Let me tell you something worse than not eat. We were newly married. Let me tell you something worse than not drinking. Not eating, not drinking, I'm talking about like carbonations and stuff like that. And I anyway. Is when you walk in that house and I would walk past it just to see if it'll come on. And it wouldn't. When I would microwave stuff, I'd just stay right in front of it till it was done. My version of the Food Network. <laughs> but it was such an empty in us, and that, that the ministry took off in us because we've just been you know told that we're taking over the youth ministry. And we wanted to be serious about taking over the youth ministry, we wanted to be committed about taking over the youth ministry because we've seen two or three youth ministers walk out. Right? And, and, and I've been corrected. Uh, I don't know about you guys, how many of you guys ever said, I hate quitters? Any of y'all ever? I tell you what, uh, I was told never to say you hate quitters because that means you're hating the person. You hate quitting, right? My mom said, Don't you ever say that. I I hate quitters. Don't you ever? Well, and she did, she slapped me in the back of the head and then told me, Don't ever do that. I don't know why I needed that snap to moment. I could have heard, I spoke English. <laughs> do you ever say that again. I wish you would quit hitting me before you have to tell me something. Sometimes we can abandon the opportunity to bring someone to reconciliation by hating them because of what they did. We can hate that action, but then if we don't get our, our ways of speaking right, we could devastate someone. Instead of being demonstrations for them, we can create devastation instead of demonstration. So that's what Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Right? When you come back and go, he, if they, he, they offended me. What is the word of God for that? Right? Have peace. Peace be still. Cast your care over on me. All right? You begin to move with that. John 18:36 said Jesus said he was talking about his kingdom and Pilate was questioning. John 18, 18, 36, Jesus said is it, it's, his kingdom is not of this world. He said, if it were, his servants would try and keep him from being arrested. And we understand if Jesus was never arrested, he never could have been crucified. If he never was crucified, he never could have resurrected. If he never could have been crucified and resurrected, we couldn't be saved. But he was saying, my kingdom is not of this world. When we start to hear people trying to say, see, this is not the way, this is the way Jesus was. This is the way Je- Jesus, no, Jesus' kingdom was not about this world and their situations and circumstances. It was about freeing people from being dead and going to hell. Quit trying to give Jesus a political color. Right? I, 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 that always concerns me. And I mean, we had people, I said, we'd rather you just not be, come to our church if all your stuff is about politics. Because you don't care whether that person that you're talking to gets saved or not, because you're so busy giving your opinion. A lost person, someone could be dying and going to hell. You're talking about red and blue. I mean, don't you want to see them go to heaven? I love it. Now I got got everybody's attention. This is great. What's really real, right? I mean, just I mean, I woke up that morning when when I almost ruined brad and our friendship i thought man i don't want to see people go to hell like people are like people flat out don't believe in god they don't even care that god exists they don't care that god is around that and why didn't it bother me even more way love even more like why did it take a whole year and a sandwich to get me to this point what was happening he said his servants will try to keep him from doing it. They would fight the way he fought. And we saw Peter try to do that at one point when he cut off uh, the one little girl's cousin's ear. And then Jesus healed it. We quit fighting like the world fights. We quit acting like the world acts. There should be a difference between a believer and a lost person. There's, there, there, there should be a difference in what we look at, what we do, how we act, how we walk, how we talk. There should, I should be able to tell the difference. Thank you. His servants would have tried to keep him from being arrested. Meaning, we should not be fighting or even acting like the world acts, right? Let's go to Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, because I'm running behind. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. And I remember I used to think, we get to punch people when I first read this verse. If I become a preacher, this is where I can punch people. Because the violent take it by force. You ain't listen to me, I'm going to hit you in the head with a piece of glass, and then you'll hear. That's not what that means. That's not what the violent, the Greek and Hebrew word for violent here is eager and energetic. Meaning when we're eager and energetically receiving the word of God, we will take it by force. When we just casually and have to have everything brought to us and served to us, we're not going to keep it. We're not going to want it, right? How many of you got more? Your money was important when you work for it. My kids taught me a valuable lesson. When I started to pay them money, when we would go into the store and they'd say what they wanted, I'd say, you got to pay for it. All of a sudden, they didn't want that. They didn't want it. Like, uh, it, ain't, it ain't that important. But it was important if I was buying. You need it. You had to have it. Until I said, you got to pay for it. Right? It is something about working for what you need and working for what you have that brings value to it. Right? We know we can get saved by works. By grace are we saved. But then there's the response to grace. There's a the response to the relationship of, of, of righteousness and sanctification. There's a response to it that God brings in place. And he says, again, but by every word, every one of them, bless them that curse you, every word that comes from God, oh, no, I got to do it. It's every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not every argument, not everything you can get out of it. So I want to sit here and I want to tell you that if violence is going to take it by force, you need to be eager about reading the word, eager about worship, eager about prayer, eager about praise, eager about the things of God. You got to be eager about it or you're not going to be violent. You're not going to be violent enough to overcome the things that are attacking you or It means you'll be saved and struggling. That's Isaiah 1:19. If I'd be willing and obedient, I would eat the good of the land. I would eat good, and when I eat good, I'ma grow good. When I grow good, I'ma produce good. Luke 6:45 says that if the tree is good, the fruit'll be good. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. When someone speaks sour, they fruit is sour. A tree good. I gotta have a good tree. I wanna be a good tree. I wanna be. I wanna be good. I want us to enter in on the rock, right? 1 John chapter two, four, verse two through four, and it's. I just got to keep rolling. Um, Hereby you know ye not the spirit of... <laughs> that's not what it says. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. I don't know, <laughs> why do I want to just say, don't you know God? Uh, every spirit that confesses Jesus, that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is is it in the world. Why does the King James write it in that order? Ye are of God little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What's the biggest part of you? The part of you that you put the word in you and allow it to grow. Not your stature, not your status. But your growth in God, your position in God, how am I going to grow internally, will determine how I respond externally. It is impossible to respond positively externally if I'm not growing internally that way. God wants us to grow big on the inside, and the outside of us will grow with it, right? This is, come on now, do I have to explain this one? That when you grow inside, you grow outside. Do I have to do this during the fast? That we know that we know after the 21-day fast, we want to grow back in. Grow back in the way we was eating. Grow back in the way we was doing it. I got enough Jesus for 21 days. Give me sugar. Look at this. All of those things. But what we know, right? It's evident, right? That If you put in enough in you, it shall show. Same thing with the Bible. Put it in you. It'll show now. Well, I can't get, well, I can't study in school. Put word in you, God. Put Isaiah chapter 15 verse 4 that you're going to wake up learned. You got the mind of Christ. Put that in you so you can grow in your school, grow in your work, grow in your positivity. But it's never going to grow if you don't put it in you. Some of y'all are going to decrease in these 21 days. Physically. I finally lost where I was. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no growth in looking on the outside and shrinking on the inside. There are times God will say to me, go tell your wife, man, this is a great job, a beautiful job. I don't know if y'all got to see the pictures on social media of Pastor Rita's decorations of the Christmas I call it our Christmas story. How many trees we ended up with this year, sweetie? 20 20 something? 20 something. Only six big ones. And I looked at one yesterday that was still boxed up in a garage that I had to get down, Brad, I'm short. I had to get down from the top of the garage that was never used. Huh? Never used. God says, you tell her that was amazing. I said, God, she already knows it was amazing. She goes, you say it. She already knows. He says, say it. I said, honey, this, this is an amazing job. You did great. It's beautiful. And that was it. I didn't get no special reward. Nothing came down from heaven. Huh? No, don't, don't point to him. He... he he don't go through the same trouble the rest of us go through. He just say stuff and they can get away with it. But thank you for being back there listening to him because you'll be to tell me out church. But, but he said, say it. I think God will put something in your heart to say it. But if you never say it, it's never going to grow in your household. It didn't want about growing in me. It was about growing in her. And not just assuming. Well, they know I love them. They know I want to talk to them. It is different. So confessing Jesus has come in the flesh should be matched by a God-filled heart that changes on the outside. So Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I can't think differently if I don't put anything different in me. I can't grow differently if I don't put anything different in me. In order for me to grow, in order for me to be able to grow, I have to grow with what's in me. If you heard this, well, y'all haven't heard anything. Nobody here hears anything. Go with your gut. Right? Go with your gut. This is a good time to get your gut right. Take guts, right? Get your gut right. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about putting word in there so you have something to go with. Most people go, are going with their gut, but their gut has got nothing in it that's good. Good God. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind makes us bigger on the inside and the outside will have no influence over us. If I'm bigger on the inside, the outside can't influence me. You ever been told, don't, not y'all. I've always been told, don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry because you'll buy a bunch of stuff you don't even need or want because you are acting out on the inside and you're purchasing stuff that's on the outside. The exact same thing is true. If you go hungry on the word of God, the outside is going to make you purchase things that don't, you don't even need. You'll purchase people's opinion, you'll purchase people's thoughts, you'll purchase people's attitudes, you'll purchase their fight. Yeah. Cause you showed up hungry. They say that all the time. Do not go to the grocery store hungry. Cause you'll shop. How about look at your checking account? <laughs> oh, we fooled him. <laughs> we fooled. This, is, this means a few things can get out that's what you can do whenever you go hungry when you show up to go now i go to grocery still hungry but i take in cash can't go past certain amount that eight dollars to make that trip short you know quit taking in the stuff you're supposed to be purchasing with god to purchase things that are in the world if the temptation of the world surrounds surroundings seem to be overwhelming go bigger in prayer worship and the word to make sure all access points of the world are filled. Don't give them a place to get in. Don't give them a place to get in. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 24 through 26. This is our last set of verses. This is where I will will take you from among the heathen. Man, amen. Amen. He's gonna take you from the crazy people. Amen. And gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you imagine what was being sprinkled upon people before and they thought they were taking a bath ever think about that the fact of when I saw this first sprinkle clean water that means people are taking dirty water and having it sprinkled on them and thinking that taking a bath thinking that's being clean can you imagine that take think, stop for a minute don't just stop looking at the screen because I'm not even reading scripture anymore think about the fact you go home and you turn on your shower and the water is brown and yet you believe that cleanses you unbelief doubt and 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 just just the whole shame thing it's brown water and people are standing on it and saying that they're clean from it he said i gotta sprinkle clean water you ever been told that it might have been told when you go take a shower use clean water <laughs> do i really need to be told that that's all like bozo the clown does he really need the clown at the end of that bozo was enough But you look, right, clean water, sometimes we wash with, and and here's what I mean washing with dirty water. You're washing with your opinion. You're washing with what didn't go well. You're washing with how things are not going your way. That's dirty water cleaning. Which from what I was told, when I tracked mud through the house, we're going to need to get that with some clean water. Wonder why when I wash myself and I think that I should be better now, why am I not better? Because I'm using the same water. Been poor enough to use the same bath water? Anybody? God. Is it just three of us? <laughs> I hope you do drain that water and run another tub, fool. Look at the growth. I wish y'all could see the facial expressions. Y'all, some of y'all, the, the, now, now apparently it was just on this row. Well, me, Rita, and Margarita was the only one who had to climb in there. And you couldn't act like you didn't want to be in it. Get in there and get your shower. That's how we learned to take baths fast. Because whatever washed off the... Or first, I tell you what, nobody had any problems when they said, it's time to take a bath. You ran because you wanted to be the first one in there. And I'm watching to him. Man, you keep playing. It was just bath time. Uh-uh, it was a fight. To get to that restroom. Now we've got a little money, everybody can take their own, use their own water. <laughs> Jesus said, I sprinkle clean water. Look at clean water. And ye shall be clean. And we got to time sprinkle clean water because sometimes people have been washed with negativity, washed with you're no good, washed with don't nobody want you, washed with discouragement. They've been washing with that, they've been living with that. Washing in hate, washing in bitterness. She said, let me get you some clean water. I love like going to people's house. Let me get you, some, get you a clean towel. What else was you going to bring? You don't have to say it was clean. Now I don't trust it. You ever been told that you go visit house? Let me get you a clean towel. As opposed to what else was you going to bring? Was you going to stop and get the dirty one? That's why we don't get to visit people's house. <laughs> At least not stale. All of our filthiness. I still still keep going. See, this is why it's taking so long, because I sit and do stuff like that. From all all your filthiness, all of it, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. There's times if you wash in dirt long enough, you'll begin to worship the dirt that you're being washed in. So God comes along and he said, I not only want to get you from the dirt, I want to get you from the worshiping the dirt. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away from thee the stony heart and, and out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. So it'll take the heart, the stony heart away from you and then the flesh heart. So I'm gonna give you this real quick. A, a stone cannot grow, right? A rock, we can set up here, we can pour water, we can put fertilizer on it. It's not gonna grow. What it can do is it erode. If your heart is hard, the only thing it can do is shrink. Now here's the point: what we got to do, God, I need this thing to grow. Because if it gets any smaller, I'm gonna quit wanting to be here. It's not gonna beat. So we got to pray. We got to get rid of the stony heart, <laughs> and we're gonna get back to a heart of flesh. I need the love. Amen. Amen. Bow your heads, cause this is we on the clock. So as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, let's pray, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord God. I, I, I want to use this day to start being bigger on the inside, bigger in worship, bigger in prayer, bigger in your word, bigger in understanding, bigger in wisdom. Lord God, I know this cannot happen if I don't allow my heart to be changed from the stoniness of the past, the stoniness of what I tried to do, the stoniness of things I tried to fix, the stoniness of, I don't even understand why they won't respond. I've done everything. If I don't get out of this stoniness and watching my hearty road, I, I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to not make it. So I turn my heart over to you. Make it flesh again. Make it real again. Make it where it can grow again. Make it, Father God, to where it can honor you. Lord, I know I'm gonna be better than what I've been, Father. We receive that. We grow in that. We thank you for the Word and growing in it. As heads are bowed, eyes are closed, people praying. You're in here and you're saying, "I've never received Christ. I've never accepted. I don't know where I'm gonna spend eternity. I don't know if if, where where my life is going to end up. If I were to die, where where I'm gonna be? And I want to be with Christ. I want to be right with Christ. I want to know that I'm right with Christ. As heads are bowed, eyes are closed, I'll be the only one looking. If that's you, I want you just to slip your hand in the air and then put it back down. Because we just want to make sure that we don't, don't take for granted anybody. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So we're in the house. So, Father, I thank you for everyone in the house. If anyone in here has been washing themselves with the old, the past, the dirty, the ruined, then, Lord God, let them see the clean and fresh water that you're bringing to them, that they'll be clean from all filthiness. And we give you praise and we glorify you for it. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, Amen. 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 Now I got some some little bitty party cups. Uh, if, if those of you who want to just try some stuff that, that I brought and just just to, just some sips now. Don't go in here and act like you're gonna get full up. Okay. I mean I got to bring your own solo cup, not that kind of party. But even just to try it, I got some some, you know, spinach lemonade, some pomegranate stuff and some some carrot apple juice that it's called so these are all immune systems COVID recovery things all that kind of stuff that that's what i brought for you to sample out okay these things that you would taste are actually on the regimen of a Daniel fast it's just fruit and vegetable squeeze all the juice out of it okay okay you can come here and say something
1: I do want to say excellent preaching today, Pastor. Thank you. Let's give Jesus praise. It was good. You can tell he started his fast early, right? He started like days ago. It was awesome. It was awesome. No, I mean, it's awesome all the time. Yeah, I'm trying to compliment you. Amen. God is good. Um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> no, but I wanted to make this announcement. I, I needed to do it earlier, and I, I uh, forgot because I was concentrating on getting the word that I wanted to get to you to you. But uh, uh, Milton and Regina have finished our our giving records for the end of the year. So that's pretty early, amen, that they've already done that. Praise God. Uh, We are transitioning to digital. Am I correct in saying this? We're transitioning to digital. So you will not get the paper copy any longer. You will get an email and you'll be able to pull up your record of giving and print it out for yourself. Um, if we haven't, uh, if we don't have your email address, you can go online to hopochurch.org. And uh, Milton, how do you how do you go to give us the email address? Is there like a contact us? Okay, just send it to Margina at hopochurch.org. Margina at symbol, hopochurch.org, and just say your name <laughs> and. Your, your email address, I guess, will already be there. Um, but make sure you put your name in there, who you are, so we can know how to find your record in our database. So is there anything else that we should say about that? Okay, so they are available and they are ready. You just need to make sure that we have your email address so that we can get that to you. Amen? And so we love you, and you guys are dismissed. Have a great week. We're praying for you. Amen? Amen.